Hello. Welcome back to The Liver Show. I say welcome back, but maybe this is your first time tuning in. I wouldn't blame you. This is only my third episode, and I fantasize about four or five years in the future, and I've been doing The Liver Show now for that period of time, and you just found me out, and you're doing the deep dive on the collection, going way back in the archives, looking at all those old episodes. I'm excited to see how much I've grown. Are you listening to those new episodes now? Do I totally sound like a different man? I bet I do. That's pretty cool. Today, I wanted to talk about something that is also pretty cool, journaling, specifically how I set my goals for each month. Now, this method has evolved so much over time, but I'm pretty excited about what I've landed on at this point. I break it down into three different categories, my monthly goals, my weekly goals, and my daily goals. So when the end of the month has rolled around, I get my handy dandy journal out and one of my favorite pens. It's a 0.3 millimeter pilot. It's got some Asian calligraphy of some kind because they're manufactured somewhere in China, I believe. I get them on Amazon though in bulk. They're such a fine point pen. I collect that and I walk over to my office and I get myself a nice nitro cold brew and I saddle up for a few hours and think ahead for the next month of, of the goals that I want to set. Page number one is my monthly goals and I break this down into three different categories within the month. It's professional, personal, and social. Why exactly do I have just those three categories? Well, I think they summarize pretty much everything in life, professional, personal, and social. If I have any particular goal, I can generally find a spot for them within those three categories. In my monthly goals, this is where I kind of take a bird's eye view of my life. Who do I want to be in a month from now? It's not too scary to think about where I will be in a month from now. And in fact, it can be quite exciting. And that's what I like to do. My first step is trying to pick goals that will be hard, that'll challenge myself, something that I'll write down and be like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to achieve that or not. If I'm not picking goals that don't kind of scare me, I don't think they're big enough. Oh, damn. So he's making goals that scare him. What would be an example of that? Well, this is kind of silly, but I'm looking at my goals for the month of December. And in the professional category, goal number one is that I want to post 12 valuable Instagram posts to Homestyle Cinema Gravy. That's my cinematography, my business account on Instagram. And right next to that, I'll have 12 little boxes. So each time I post, I will get to scribble that in. Why the hell is it so hard for me to post on Instagram? I don't know, but I have faced a tremendous amount of resistance. Call it creative, call it just I don't like social media, or call it I am just a total perfectionist and I spend way too much time trying to create Instagram captions and put the perfect photo out. So that's a big goal of mine. And when I write that down each month, because this has been a consistent goal each month, and I've been pretty good at filling in all those boxes by the end of the month, I will quiver a little bit thinking, man, that is going to be a lot of work. But it's something that I've identified will be very paramount in my professional endeavors, in the growth of my business. So I do it. And within that professional category, I have several other goals. But this gets me thinking about the book, the seven habits of highly effective people. I think it is habit number two. It goes like to begin with the end in mind. And what does that mean to me? Well, it kind of means that I got to fast forward to the future and reverse engineer the man that I want to become. 
Well, I definitely know that right now, priority number one is career. I want to grow my business. So what would it look like to be a very successful cinematographer? And I think, well, a cinematographer, in my opinion, in the 21st century has to create value to an audience that follows them. And as I continue that stream of thought, it follows that that person's probably going to be involved somehow on social media. So therefore, I need to push myself to be posting more. Let's do it on Instagram. I think that's a good way for me to think about my monthly goals. I like to begin with the end of the month in mind. Where do I want to be in a month from now? Well, I would like to have posted a good fair amount of times on my Instagram account. Now, isn't that an exciting but equally terrifying proposition to ask yourself the question, who would I be if I did something a certain amount of times for an entire month? That's the way I like to think about my monthly goals and to give you an idea of some of my other goals, the personal ones, because it can't all be business. You got to think about self-care, especially when career is priority number one within that personal category. I've got my first goal. It's to get three massages. Yeah, people, I get three massages. That's the goal at least. So right next to massages times three in that personal category, I've got three boxes. And each time I get a massage, I pat myself on the back and I scribble in that box and I say, good job, Michael. You're hitting your goals. It can't always be hard, but sometimes it's hard to do that self-care. So you got to write it down. I do. Uh, Below that, start podcast. Check. I'm on a roll. It's only week two of December and I've already gotten three episodes up. I would say that is success. Hey, I think I'm onto something with this, this goal setting stuff. And then also my last category for the month is social. And I'll include anything like that, uh, building relationships with friends, some social outings that I might want to attend. And I think it's a good time to mention that within the monthly goals, it's important for me to be pretty specific. You can get very vague. Like in the personal category, if I, within my bodybuilding endeavors, wanted to lose some weight, I could just make a little box and say, lose weight. Well, that's pretty vague. And that could mean a million different things. But what would be more specific and definitely something that I can control is a specific calorie allotment that I want to hit that month. Maybe it's 2,500 calories each day with a 3,000 calorie refeed day each Saturday. If I'm successful, I get to scribble in that box. That is something specific that I can control directly. Losing weight, maybe hormonally that month, I am not aligned with being able to hit my goals of some arbitrary idea of weight loss or weight gain. But the goals that I'm writing here, I have direct control over. For instance, it wouldn't be a good idea in the social category for me to write, get hit on by a girl. That's kind of out of my hands. But what I could say is start a conversation with a female, a member of the opposite sex. That is a direct action item for me to scribble in. And that would be a very satisfying one. Indeed, the social anxiety is real with me, folks. That is the summarization of what my monthly goals looks like. Three different categories. I'm thinking a little high level, but I try to get specific. Imagine the person I would be in a month from now if I just did X, Y, and Z. And it totally fulfills my OCD. I don't know what you would call it. My passion for filled in squares. Maybe that's some kind of, I'm sure I'm not the only one out there who has that fetish for filled in boxes. But at the end of the month, when I get to see my month goals and all those boxes filled in, mm, that gives me all kinds of pleasure. Not all kinds, but the brain kind of pleasure, not any kind of weird pleasure. 
moving on right next to that page. This is important because I'm looking at the page to the left and that's my month goals and the page to the right is the weekly goals. This is where I will get even more specific with those goals. I'm looking to the left and I look at all those monthly goals that I've set within each category and I'm breaking it down into the things that I need to accomplish that week. So now I get to sit down again with my favorite little pen and my journal and a nice cup of coffee and on usually Sunday mornings, I will arrange my week and all the things that I need to accomplish. For instance, let's go back to that Instagram example. I will need to post three times on Homestyle Cinema Gravy. And here I'll, I'll make little bubbles. I don't know why I chose bubbles now, but I have three bubbles instead of the boxes that I get to fill in. The weekly goals are very handy because now I get to make sure that I'm staying on track of accomplishing everything that I need for the month. I know there's four weeks in the month and I need to get 12 Instagram posts out. Well, to do some simple division and math is not my strong suit. I went to film school. I think I took one class, one semester of four years of school, but I do know that that means I need to post three times each week for four weeks to get that goal done. Easy. So little by little, I'm taking my chisel and hammer and I'm chipping away at those monthly goals in little more bite-sized pieces. But if it couldn't get any more bite-sized, it will because I flip the page you hear that? I flip my page in my journal to the next section. This is a two-pager because I find that when I'm making my daily to-dos, it takes up two pages for the month. So I think this is probably very easy to understand. If you're looking over my shoulder in Starbucks at any given time, this is probably the page that I have opened to. Why are you looking over my shoulder in Starbucks? I always get the sense that somebody is. So that gives me extra incentive to have extra good handwriting to impress these folks. In fact, I, I have been approached several times not to brag of my amazing penmanship, of which the most remarkable was Mia Mila Djokovic. I'm not really sure if that's how you pronounce her name, but she was looking over my shoulder and I looked over and it was Mila Djokovic. Can I say that? Well, I'm obviously not a fan, and I will admit I had no idea that was who that was at the time, but she said, I just got to say, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you have beautiful penmanship. And I said, oh, thank you very much. And then she left, and then a guy came over and, she, and said, do you have any idea who that was? And I said, no, I don't. He said, that was Mila Djokovic. That was the lady in Fifth Element with Bruce Willis. And I said, oh, no, no way. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. I am so oblivious to all the celebrities that are undoubtedly around me constantly, especially living here in Los Angeles. I have become immune to it, even when they look me dead in the face and compliment me. Let me get back to the page that says to do up on the top. This is my to do's for every day. And each day, each morning, usually each morning in the morning, I will wake up and I try to pick three different things. These are the three things that will help me win the day. And to reference, I'm looking back at my weekly goals. What kind of things do I need to accomplish for that week? And then maybe I'll be looking back at my monthly goals, see is there anything that I can tackle in there? And maybe these are just things that have come on my plate unannounced to me and things that I need to accomplish that day. So the daily to-dos, usually I will only pick three. Three doesn't seem like too daunting of a number, and usually I can accomplish those with ease. I will have a little circle that I will fill in. Let's continue to use this Instagram example. Post on Instagram 
And when I do, I'll fill in that circle. And the method behind the madness here is I have these circles that I will fill in directly. And those are the non-negotiables for the day. But within the page of the to-dos, my to-dos, I will also have boxes. And these things aren't necessarily things that I need to achieve for the day, but stuff that you might classically be put on a to-do list. Things that you should accomplish eventually, hopefully soon, but aren't immediately needing attention for that day. And for those, I will make a box. And when I complete those, I'll put an X through them. And this is how I can tell the difference between the stuff that I need to accomplish that day to win it, to have the ultimately most successful day. And then there are the others of things that I should probably, that I need to tackle eventually. I'll give you an example of what today looked like. So in the morning, it's the 10th of December. So I wrote at 10 and three circles. Number one, circle. I need to write thank yous to everybody on the crew from my shoot yesterday. I shot a little music video yesterday and I wanted just to say thanks to the crew that I hired and the director and the producer who hired me. The next one was to reach out to a new director. So circle, and then I just wrote director to remind me to reach out to a director, a new one, set up a meeting. And I wanted to post to Reddit. I had a particular post that I probably will talk about in a later episode and I wanted to get some people's feedback on that. So that was another goal for the day. Those were my three goals. But below that, I had some other things that I needed to tackle, but not sure if I was able to accomplish that for the day, depending on my plate. But one of those was to create an invoice for that music video that I shot and send, send that to production. So I was able to do that actually. So I crossed that off. And that is the to-do page. So I've got the monthly, the weekly, and the daily. And that's just the general to-do list. I am a forever tinkerer, uh, age-long messer-arounder. This has stood the test of time as far as I'm concerned. I have been using this method for at least a year in the several years. I've been journaling for two years pretty religiously, and that has evolved over time. I had different to-do lists. I had different schedules, but I really like this approach. I haven't messed with it much because I find it to be very effective for me. It allows me to set markers for myself on a monthly basis to pick some really challenging things for me to do. And then these things I get to break down into slightly more palatable chunks in the week, the week to week basis. And then honestly, if I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing for the week, if I don't have any productions to be on or any meetings to take, I just look at my weekly goals and that's directions of basically what I need to be doing that day. It would be really handy if us humans came with a instructions manual we kind of have to write it out for ourselves i've found that the easiest method for me is to always be doing something always keeping my trajectory aligned with where i want to be the man that i want to become i am a fallible human being and sometimes these circles and these boxes don't get filled in and that's all right this goal setting practice of mine has just been a way for me to take my bow and arrow and i pull the string i'm I probably shouldn't be using this analogy because I know nothing about bow and arrow vocabulary semantics, but as I release that string, I know that I'm aiming towards something. If that bow doesn't hit the target directly, that is all right. I'll just pick up another quiver, another, another bow, and I'll just aim again. That is the beautiful thing about this setup. I have so much opportunity to revise my goals on a daily, weekly, monthly basis and to ultimately continue living my best life. This is The Liver Show. 
Thank you for listening. I love you all very much.